Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, where we shine the spotlight on the many but often ignored positive happenings, activities, projects and investments at every level across every sector to inspire, motivate and excite people everywhere. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, the Jamaica Public Service Company, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited, Red Stripe, Caramed and Proven Investments Limited, Hello friends, welcome to Impacting Jamaica. I am Shelly Ann Harris. Red Stripe, the coolest company in the world, is empowering parents to have effective conversations with their kids on the dangers of underage drinking. Through a program known as the Parents Movement, Red Stripe is equipping parents across the island to address issues and promote responsible actions when it comes to alcohol. Here is what one parent, Carrie Ann Gibson, had to say about the program. Sometimes that um, issues that are taking place, we are we are not aware, or we don't have the full information on those issues. Mm -hmm. So all of the issues that was presented, or what was presented, was an eye opener to things that are happening, and in return, how is it that we as a society, or we as Jamaica, can help can help those? to aid in those issues in a positive way. That was participant in Red Stripe's Parent Movement Initiative, Carrie Ann Gibson. Let's learn more about the project and how Red Stripe is making a positive difference through empowerment and education. I'm therefore happy to welcome Red Stripe's Head of Corporate Affairs, Diane Ashton-Smith, on this edition of Impacting Jamaica. Diane Ashton-Smith, welcome to Impacting Jamaica. Thank you so much, Shelley. Great to be here with you. Great to have you from Red Stripe. Uh, yes, indeed. The coolest company in the world, right? Uh-huh. <laughs> Welcome again. Now, today we're going to talk about the parents' movement because I know that Red Stripe is big on giving back. So the parents' movement, which is a theater and education program, seems to be an insightful, innovative initiative for parents. Tell us how it came about and the, the core objectives of this program. Well, the parents' movement actually, Shelley, is an evolution of the original program, the movement, which we started back in 2016. And it's a project um, that is really the Jamaican adaptation of the Collingwood Learning, a UK-based international theatre and education program initiative okay. called SMASH. Hmm. And it's dedicated to reducing underage drinking. And the project creates and uses live theater production on the dangers of underage drinking, you know, to engage students in high schools. So our partners at the outset of this program included the Ministry of Education, National Council on Drug Abuse, Sankofa Arts and Facilitation, the local implementing agency. And it was, it was actually seen as a creative and refreshing approach to educating our young people about underage drinking and one which we create, recreated to, to, to really suit the Jamaican culture and of course was structured to be effective within this Ministry of Education school curriculum guidelines. So it was launched under what was previously called, well, subsequently called, sorry, under the new Alcohol Awareness Theatre and Education Programme and a very comprehensive intervention in schools to prevent alcohol consumption and reduce the current prevalence of alcohol use by adolescents. 
Um, and the project was implemented in over 300 schools across Jamaica, and it was aimed at raising awareness of the dangers of alcohol misuse, raising awareness of the dangers of underage and binge drinking, promoting responsible attitudes towards alcohol as young people come into contact with it, and exploring the causes and consequences of alcohol misuse, while also helping to equip students with tools for understanding and resisting, you know, peer influence and making responsible decisions. So it, it included a live edutainment skit delivered by three actors, um, an interactive workshop and post-performance discussion, pre and post-evaluation and teaching material. And as well, we always had an NCBA representative on site to provide support and input. So out of that, we decided that we wanted to um, consolidate the messages delivered to students through the movement, the parents' movement, around the dangers of underage drinking, you know, risk to physical and mental health, the risk of antisocial behavior, accident and injury, as well as the negative impacts on relationships, you know, school and family life. And so to explore and challenge a culture of, you know, in Jamaica, we're a little bit permissive when it comes to alcohol, you know, um, in and around the home, you know, we send the child off to go buy alcohol or alcohol at family and cultural special events is readily accessible and unlocked liquor cabinets in the home. And so we wanted to find a way now moving from having had the discussions directly with the students to see how we empower our parents in having the conversation with their children so they themselves can make safe choices which is no around alcohol. And so the parents movement was formed to engage parents in an interactive dialogue around what needs to change and how they can support their children to make responsible choices rather than it being you know, a didactic and judgmental stance. So that's how it came about, the parents movement. It also adopts the similar um, approach where we have a series of short video scenes exploring different scenarios and we have along with that a facilitated discussion and interactive activities and so we partnered with the National Parent Teachers Association of Jamaica NPTHA and the DNG Foundation to launch a parents movement and so providing the tools and resources for our parents and guardians to talk to their children about the risks of alcohol misuse. Sounds like it has been a very innovative program with videos and theater in education. So there's a way in which it seems like you use storytelling as part of how the sessions are structured, yes? Yes, indeed. I mean, you know, we are storytellers. We are an oral society in Jamaica. And so we find this is quite impactful for us to use this as a tool. And our intent is to impact every region across Jamaica. Uh, our intent was for December 21. And we're well on track to do that. Um, we've rolled out across um, Clarendon, St. Catherine, St. Mary, Portland, St. Thomas, Kingston, and St. Andrew, St. Anne, and Trelawney. They have so far participated. So we're looking to go into Manchester, St. Elizabeth, Westmoreland, Hanover, and St. James for, for next parishes to be covered. So we know it has been impactful. The parents who've already participated have expressed their appreciation for this movement and the resources provided, you know, to help them have that conversation, especially in this period of a pandemic when yeah. children are home, parents are home. And so you know there's easy and ready access to alcohol. 
I was about to ask you about that in terms of how underage drinking is factoring now in the in the in the context of a pandemic. But before I go to that, I wanted to actually get the feedback of the parents because I gather that over 100 parents have participated so far. You listed some of the parishes and how broad the scope has been. What would you say have been, say, three or so of the main takeaways for parents since you started this project? Well, I mean, if I go directly to the, the verbatim feedback we've gotten, I mean, things such as this has been a great experience for me. Um, the first video shows their ignorance to children and drinking at home. Um, there, there, there was one parent who actually was a teen mother, and she says it was very informative for her as she was happy to be part of it. You know, it's well needed, she believes, for our society. So happy that it, it has started. Conversations such as I open up to me as I never have the parents to child conversation, feel more empowered. Very true. We each have a responsibility to share what we've learned and pass it on to persons that we meet, you know, one and one. So in terms of our key takeaways, you know, we think it's an excellent way for us to mobilize our parents. Another key takeaway for us as well is partnerships. You know, partnering with the National Parent Teachers Association of Jamaica has really helped us to advance the conversation and to facilitate these discussions with our children that in former times were unheard of. You know, it's important for us as leaders, I think, um, and organizations to empower our parents with these tools and resources so they themselves are empowered to make the right parenting decisions. We know that our children rely heavily on us for guidance and protection. They see what we do more than hear what we say. And so it's our duty to care and protect them at all times. And I think, you know, another big takeaway is that it really is important for parents to have the dialogue. They are the first um, level of influence with our children. And so children take their cues, they're nurturing, they're training from them. And so there is no workbook that helps parents. So we feel it's important to give them these tools so they themselves can have the right conversations with our children. Absolutely. And, and speaking of the children now, you know, we do have young people, teenagers listening to our Impacting Jamaica podcast. What would you want them to take from our conversation about underage drinking? And, you know, in the context of the pandemic as well, where some kids are not in school, some, some kids have not gone back to university. You know, there are several challenges, maybe, maybe financially, maybe just the pandemic itself. Um, so there, there are doors, you know, to, to engaging in certain kinds of behavior. So what, yeah. would, you want, what would you want to say or what would you want them to take away from our conversation? Well, if we're talking about underage and usually, you know, as a representative of Red Stripe, I don't usually speak directly to children for fear that it might be, a, it might appear that I'm trying to market to them. But in which case, I would definitively say that for those who are underage, it's critical to understand right from wrong, you know, and that underage alcohol consumption is a great big no, no ifs, ands, or buts about that because it impacts significantly their capabilities and it also reduces their ability to learn and function effectively. Yeah. Now, for those you mentioned, those who, who are perhaps, you know, 18 year olds mm -hmm. who themselves are still referred to as, as teenagers, mm -hmm. that, you know, 
in Jamaica, you are allowed to consume at 18 and over. So it's important to note that alcohol consumption can be part of a healthy lifestyle and should be done responsibly. Yeah. And what does responsibly mean? It means right age. In our context, you must be 18 years and older. That's a legal drinking and purchasing age in Jamaica. Mm-hmm. Um, right amount, no to excessive consumption. If you're below the age of 18, you should not be consuming alcohol. And right way, ensuring spacing your drinks with food and water, no to mm-hmm. drinking and driving, seriously. Right. No to drinking and driving. We're not saying, well, if you only have a tux, you should drive. Once you are drinking, you shouldn't be driving and or operating machinery and no to drinking while pregnant. And, and, and I'd also say being okay with saying no if you choose not to drink. Mm-hmm. In fact, that's for the over 18s. But for those who are younger, you must say no. And I think you'll stand up as a hero. We want a generation of young people who are fully capable of contributing to society. And once you start drinking at too early an age, it's going to inhibit your, your brain capacity and your growth. And so we would discourage that wholeheartedly. So overall, I would say moderation and saying no is key. And for those who can drink, remember moderation, such as we have zero, zero options now available in our portfolio and Malta-based drinks. And so we urge our young people to be to drink and live responsibly as long as they are of legal drinking or purchasing age. Thank you for that. Um, thank you so much for putting all of that in context. You did say contributing to society or young people, you know, setting themselves up to contribute to society. And I want to turn that back to you as Red Stripe. You know, why is it so important for you to contribute, to give back? to Jamaica? What, what, what drives that for you? Well, as, as an alcohol purveyor, a producer, a manufacturer, and one who purveys alcohol through our um, customers, we recognize that the misuse of alcohol is, is a complex societal issue without simple solutions or a one-size-fits-all approach. And resolving this issue is about creating an environment in which, you know, inappropriate consumption, such as underage consumption, has no place. And this feat requires coordinated collective effort. Mm -hmm. We are cognizant as an alcohol company that understanding the role alcohol plays in the societies where we do or might in the future do business is fundamental to our ability to operate. And so we believe it's a shared responsibility with individuals with families, with parents, with government, with law enforcers and educators to address alcohol misuse. And um, I think, you know, in, in, in aspiring rather to change consumer attitudes and behavior, we recognize that we can't achieve behavioral or cultural change by ourselves, but that we must lead in developing new partnerships raising the standard for the industry and constantly focusing on activities that will bring about observable change. So we know we play an important role in the way consumers perceive alcohol brands. So we incorporate responsible consumption into our identities and we support and execute several streams, including the parents movement Mm -hmm. that are geared towards protecting our children and protecting our consumers. Excellent. Uh, Would you be able to say the kind of investments you made in the parents' movement? 
Ah, oh, it, it, it might be a little challenging because, of course, as you know, it, the, the, the video productions would have cost quite a bit of money. Yeah. Um, also, you know, to, to set up these virtual sessions and to develop the uh, packs that we give to parents and as well the trainings that we do. So I would say in excess of um, 15 million Jamaican dollars so far invested in the program. And it's money well spent, isn't it? We hope so. We hope so. We really want to. It's about spreading the word. And as I said, creating a shift, a shift in our behaviors and a cultural shift that we understand the impact that underage consumption can have on our society as a whole. You know, um, we'd like to end our podcast looking at some of the good things about Jamaica. And you are doing so much good through this parents movement project. And, you know, we are, we're so proud of how Red Stripe steps up and is a cool company, you know, <laughs> just, not just in terms of, you know, supporting entertainment and a, a happy and, you know, a certain kind of lifestyle with, with our alcohol beverages, but also yeah. in terms of how you're giving back. So we want to end our podcast by looking at some of the cool things about Jamaica. So I want to ask you to share three cool things about Jamaica, your favorite spot and why, your favorite person and why, and your favorite food and why. <laughs> I love that because I am a big proponent of an advocate on Grand Jamaica. So my favorite spot mm. and why? Well, my favorite spot in Jamaica, other than home in Mandeville, which is where mom, mom resides, okay. that's my safe haven, would be um, strawberry fields togetherness. Why do I love it? I love the landscape. I love the ambience. I love the tranquility it provides to fully disconnect from the maddening crowd. Mm. For artists who don't know where that is, share some more. That's just on the border of St. Mary, just as you come off the windy, windy road there, uh, what we call it again, um, and and you land in in, in this beautiful spot, um, Strawberry Fields Togetherness. Mm. It's just right there on the border of St. Mary. And um, like you, you, you would make a left towards Ocho Rios, and not the right to Portland. It is just about a five-minute ride from there. And you, you, you go through a narrow winding pathway into an amazing expanse of undulating countryside um, with the lapping waves right by it. There's a spot that you can walk from where the, the houses, the little um, villas are, mm-hmm. and it, it, it opens up to this expanse of blue and you just see the waves crashing against it and just this beautiful country landscape where you sit and it is, it is just awesome, really beautiful. Um, you know, sometimes you're afraid to share this information because more <laughs> people start going. Yes, but, I know um, what you mean. <laughs> but let me tell you, it is one of my, it is my, it is my no favorite spot that I go to really disconnect. No TVs, no radio, nothing. Just um, really very, very old school kind of countryside, even in how the villas are set up. It's mm-hmm. beautiful. I'd say circa 1920s kind of architecture. Mm-hmm. Really, really nice. Sounds yeah. serene. Yes. 
Yeah. And then you asked about my what favorite person and why person and why yes yes so my favorite person would hands down be my mom she is my hero mm. and my safe haven and when life gets too stressful if I'm not going to Saint Mary for um, um <laughs> you know I want I'm a nice good yeah. yes I go home to Mandeville to my mom and I mean we talk every day we talk every day awesome. and she helps me to release so certainly my mom is my favorite person who's actually 87 years old and looks amazing. Wow. So that's about, yes, and she still does her thing, potters around, does um, the flowers for church on a Sunday when, you know, and she has her beautiful garden. I pre- I've stopped her from driving because I said, no, mom, if it were left up to her, she'd still be driving, but she's doing amazing and is indeed my hero. I want to grow up to be just like my mom. Sounds like we need to have a separate conversation with mom about her her tips and tricks and so on, but that's another day. (laughs) That's another day. And then favorite food. I struggle with 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 really saying. So let's let's say for today, my favorite food, and I had it just yesterday in the canteen at Red Stripe, is red peas and pig stale with white rice. That's love it. That's that's so funny. Yesterday I had red peas with pigtail as well. Yes. Wow. And it's it was the yummiest thing I had all day. Well, all week. Oh. So I mean, that's funny. Yeah. yeah, look at that, eh? I tell you, yesterday, yes, I had so so my helper came today and I had some black beans. I say I have to do some black bean stew for me, which is the closest thing to red peas. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. um that's my favorite food. Easy to go down, it's so delightful. It always brings me back to my childhood days as well. Um, so I guess that's why I love stew peas. Yes. And that shows that I'm typically Jamaican. I think most Jamaicans, that's their favorite food. <laughs> well, one of, one of their favorite foods. But, yes. you know, all of this conversation about Jamaica just reminds you that Jamaica nice, you know. It is, and it is. It, it's certainly um, a nation that we have to continue to cherish and to invest in. And yes. that's why we want to just thank you and the Red Stripe team for continuing to give back, especially through this parents movement that you have going. So thank you for being with us on Impacting Jamaica. Thank you so very much. It is it is in our DNA. We, we say we will always and continue to brew a better Jamaica. Thanks for having us. Excellent. Thank you. Impacting Jamaica is powered by the Philip and Christine Gore Family Foundation, Manpower and Maintenance Services Limited. The Jamaica Public Service Company, Red Stripe, Kyramed, and Proven Investments Limited. If you or anyone you know is involved with projects and activities that excite, motivate, and encourage, send us an email to impactingjamaica at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Do join us again for another in the series on Google Podcast, Audible, Spotify, Podcast Addict, and Stitcher. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com.